It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard On a big day of league football After the midweek excitement of Europe Stephen Robinson era at St Mirren Starts at home to Hearts Well Jim Goodwin's home debut Sees Aberdeen welcome Dundee United Huge games in the bottom half Ross County St Johnson Dundee Livy And after contrasting fortunes on Thursday Celtic go to Hibs While Rangers entertain Motherwell tomorrow I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me this afternoon Gordon Diel Mark Wilson and Hugh Kevens. This is Nostalgia Saturday for the old boy Sir Alec Ferguson is back at Pataudry To see Aberdeen against Dundee United Two of the heroes of Gothenburg Mark McGee and Gordon Strachan Are part of Dundee against Livingston How would you like to be Jim Goodwin today? It's his first game at home as the Aberdeen manager They haven't won any of their last five league games And the greatest Aberdeen and Scottish manager who ever lived Is sitting there in the main stand Correcting your homework I'm going to enjoy today When he said nostalgia <laughs> Saturday for the old guy I thought he meant because he's been off for a couple yeah. of weeks And now he's back <laughs> with us in the studio on a Saturday afternoon We are delighted to have you back uh, These lot threatened to get out of control last week I was doing the show from home as well It was chaos yeah. to be quite frank But we're all back together like one big happy family Do you know what? I was your age when Aberdeen Steady. beat Real Madrid in Gothenburg I was your age I was young once <laughs> Let me get that calculator and double check yeah. that Mark Wilson <laughs> Of course, a huge midweek, which means huge games tomorrow, but lots to get through this afternoon as well. Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, obviously, up in Pataudry, Jim's first home game in charge, and it comes with a sellout crowd against Dundee United, and if results go his way, he wins that one. He could find himself in fourth in no time. But Stephen Robinson also, with aspirations are at, if they beat Hearts, who haven't won in four. So a, a big day for Robbie Nielsen, bottom of the table, big one. In Dingwall Ross County Against St Johnson Ross County won that They go 7 points clear Of St Johnson And it looks like A, a gap's beginning to open up there At the bottom Between St Johnson Dundee and the rest There's a good card on today Gordon Obviously after excitement Especially for Rangers On Thursday night With that terrific one Over Dortmund um, I'm looking forward to um, As Hugh built up there Aberdeen Dundee United Full house today which uh, for Jim Goodwin's first game would be absolutely brilliant as well. Stevie Robinson, Stephen Robinson obviously making his debut with St Mirren against Hearts. That'll be a difficult one. And as Mark says, uh, Ross County, St Johnston, Dundee, Livingston. It's a very good entertaining card. I mean, you will reflect on it in more detail, I'm sure, between now and the end of the show, certainly. But what a midweek it was, particularly for Rangers. Yeah, It's a result that I would describe as a landmark moment for Rangers as a club. And for Giovanni Van Bronckhurst as the Rangers manager Because in the very early stages of his career as manager at Ibrooks, He has taken the most impressive scalp Borussia Dortmund Arguably favourites to win the Europa League And Rangers have beaten them And beaten them well They went to Germany and they beat them well They had a great night at Ibrooks on Thursday So it's the moment since Rangers went into liquidation That is the moment The league was big But this is you taking on The cream of Europe And they did it with style Right, strap yourselves in then We're here until 6 o'clock A big afternoon of football Of course, we will look back on Thursday We will look ahead to tomorrow We'll take you through every kick of the ball this afternoon And as usual I'm sure there will be 
a fair bit of nonsense in here on a Saturday afternoon as always so you can stay in touch all afternoon at Clyde SSB and I'll give you the nod when you can pick up the phone and get in touch on the open line but let's start by going around the grounds big fixtures to look forward to in the Premiership this afternoon let's start closest to home and a new beginning for St Mirren Stephen Robinson's in charge they welcome hearts so who else better to keep an eye on those two teams than Fraser Wishart Thank you Gordon Big introduction And hopefully for a, a really big game And as you've been mentioning earlier You know it's Stephen Robinson's First game in charge It's amazing how football changes I was here two weeks ago To watch a comfortable victory For St Myrna against Kelty The good run had continued Jim Goodwin was manager Fans up the road happy I don't think they expected Their next home game To have a new manager But within seven days Jim Goodwin was up the road To Aberdeen And as you say St Myrna moved quickly To appoint Stephen Robinson With the game against Dundee postponed This is his first game in charge He'll know a few of the, the players And he'll know them quite well And he's got a few more days Training to shape up his team And he takes charge of a team In good form Usually you take over a team In trouble But uh, St Myrna Six wins and two draws In their eight games in 2022 and a real chance of fourth place an opportunity you know just to, to dream and perhaps reduce the 10 point gap between themselves and today's opponents hearts in third place the Edinburgh side not being in great form as Mark Wilson was saying in February uh, such a great start to the season so you can't be too critical but they need to turn them results around quickly one Drobby Hibs then three league defeats in a row and only a penalty victory after extra time and a 0-0 draw against Livy to show in recent times in, in February and only two goals in those games so you can see why the fans look for better but Robbie does have a good squad He's chopped and changed his formation. He does so against six changes today. And the biggest question, how to fit the scorer, Boyce and Sims, into his 3-4-3 formation. It's actually changed to a 4-4-2 formation, but uh, Sims sits on the bench. But Hearts fans take comfort knowing they won both games against St Myrne this season. And although today the Hearts fans will be here in numbers as always. Great atmosphere. Really looking forward to an exciting game in prospect. Stephen Robinson's first choice of a St Myrne team, not surprisingly, is unchanged. That's for the last three games. They go the usual 4-2. 3-1 formation Jack Annix in goals Marcus Fraser Joe Shaughnessy Charles Dunn who of course had red card overturned during the week and Richard Tate at the back sitting in midfield Alan Power and Alex Gogic with Greg Kilty Connor Ronan and Jordan Jones behind the lone striker Alex Greed Dean Linus Mark Miller Connor McCarthy Scott Tanzer Ethan Erahon Ryan Flynn Jay Henderson Curtis Main and good news for St Man fans Eamon Brophy is back on the bench after a lengthy spell out injured for Hearts as I said earlier on there are six changes Gordon Beningame Woodburn Boyce Mackay Stephen and Halkett all return Stuart Haring Janelli Sims Cochrane and Civic drop to the bench Craig Gordon is in goals in the 4-4-2 formation back for Nathaniel Atkinson John Souter Craig Halkett and Stephen Kingsley across the middle Gary Mackay Stephen Benji Beningame Cammy Devlin and Barry Mackay with Liam Boyce and Ben Woodburn as the strikers Ross Stewart Peter Haring Aaron McInerney Andy Halliday Alec Cochran Ellis Sims Toby Civic and Josh Janelli are on the bench and the referee today in Paisley is Greg Aitken Really looking forward to this one Fraser Wishart as always when a new manager comes in you're looking for that sign is he going to do things differently is this situation a bit different because Stephen Robinson doesn't inherit a team that has been on a bad run and therefore has sacked their previous manager he inherits a, a winning team a confident team and therefore the need to change things is it's not really there yeah, absolutely. You talk about the new manager bounce. They, they, they don't need a bounce. They're in a very, very good position. A couple of games in hand with some of the teams around them. And if they win those, they would go into, go into fourth. You know, and a win today, they'd be seven points behind Hearts with a game in hand. I don't think they can catch Hearts, but 
the run just keeps going and when you're on a winning run like this for St Mern the confidence is flowing and they fought back last week from a goal down 10 men got a point against a bogey team for them for Livingston so everything's really good for, for Stephen Robinson and to be fair he knows most of these players you know they've, they've all been here he's not been away from Scotland for long a couple of his managers like Tate and Dunn but he knows the guys from the Scottish scene so it's not really a, a kind of steep learning curve for Stephen Robinson either but uh, yeah for him it's a really unusual situation taking over a team on a good run and it's amazing how a, a result somewhere else can affect a club like St Mern you know Motherwell beat Aberdeen that triggers Stephen Glass going it triggers Jim Goodwin moving very quickly and all of a sudden St Mern have got a, a choice to make for their new manager but they moved quickly and I think that was a sensible decision and for me a sensible decision to appoint uh, Stephen Robinson but uh, first game in charge he'll want the three points and I think they might just get them today I think they're on such a good run I think St Mern will get the three points here all I took from that was that Motherwell are very influential. That's what I'm going to take away from that. That last thought uh, from Fraser Wisher. But we're looking forward to that one. St Mirren Hearts, first game for Stephen Robinson. Should be an absolute cracker. Will we? Is that the one? Will we go for that on TV? Yes. In the year? Yeah. yeah. I mean, if St okay. Mirren win, the right combination of results puts St Mirren up to fourth if they can beat Hearts and puts Robbie Nielsen under a bit of pressure from the Hearts fans who are not having it at the moment and don't like the run they're on. So... It's a biggie Producer Callum's having kittens in there He thought he was On to a winner He thought he was Doesn't getting The new firm Callum To be honest I I was Opting for yeah. that one Full house at Pataudry Name, above the, first name game. above the door Says Clyde One folks It's local radio <sighs> yeah. St Mirren first I'm You've afraid Two, two anyway, United men in here uh, <laughs> Let's well, let's go there then. We'll give you a, we'll give you that. We'll go second uh, on the list today. Pitodri, Aberdeen, Dundee United. Dave Galloway is there. Cheers, Gordon. Well, parking my car at the back of one opposite the main stand at Pitodri. It was like being back in a time warp, going all the way back to the 80s. Huge crowds uh, already uh, lining the streets and stewards in place uh, on the streets to just keep everybody safe. Of course, this has the feel this game of uh, one of the old new firm derbies back in the day of course these two teams went at it hammer and tongs in front of usually full houses and as we've mentioned it is a sellout today the first one at Pitodre for I don't know how long certainly since before the pandemic Sir Alex Ferguson as we all know will be looking on from the main stand here after unveiling a splendid statue of himself in his honour yesterday and this afternoon no pressure on Jim Goodwin then as he <laughs> takes his place in the home dugout for the, the first time hopes are really high in the Aberdeen camp that they can get off to a flying start and uh, draw level with their visitors who are currently in fifth place in the table but uh, Dundee United come to town in pretty good form five games without defeat including a battling draw with Rangers last weekend and uh, they're going for the victory which would not only strengthen their place in the top half of the Premiership but also move them six points clear of today's hosts Let's take a look at the teams then. Three changes for Aberdeen income. Ojo, McLennan and Kennedy out. Drop Ramsey, Hayes and McCrory. It's Lewis in goals. Ojo, Gallagher, Bates and Montgomery at the back. Barron and Ferguson sitting. Further forward, Bissawin, McLennan and Kennedy with Ramirez leading the line. Now, Aberdeen have been badly hit by injuries to such an extent, Gordon, that they can only name five subs today. Woods, McGeoch, Jenks, Ruth and Milne. As for Dundee United, well, they're going 
pretty well as I've just touched upon. Just the one change uh, for them. No big surprise there. It's McDonald in. Uh, Butcher drops out of the starting 11. Seagrist in goals then. A back three of Edwards, Graham and Mulgrew. Midfield, the five, uh, including the wing-backs of uh, Smith, Levitt, Harks, McDonald and Niskanen with McNulty and Watt uh, leading the line. Subs for Dundee United today. Eriksson, Clark, Akinola, Mikison, uh, Butcher, Nielsen, Freeman, Mockery and McMahon. And your match referee here at Blustery Pataudry, but a great atmosphere building, it's David Monroe. I've never been so <laughs> delighted to hear the Dundee United substitutes. <laughs> Not to say that he wasn't listening to you, Dave Galloway, right? But when that started, Mark Wilson took his headset off and he was sort of gesturing to us and he was all proud of himself. Big grin in his face. He says, I've got a bet on today. I've got Christian Ramirez to score and, I've got, and I've got Callum Butcher to get booked. He's on the bench. Please gamble responsibly. That is the message to send. Oh, staying Devastation. On you know your football, mate. I'm staying on the book. He's like, what are the odds in that? Please gamble responsibly. Why does it matter if he's on the bench? He's Callum Butcher. He get booked while well, on the bench. Point. This is true. Anyway, thank you, Dave. He, he get booked on the team bus. Uh, <laughs> what an occasion that'll be up there. We'll get back to that. I'm sure Aberdeen Dundee United should be an absolute cracker. So got all the ingredients. Jim Goodwin's first home game. Sir Alex Ferguson statue. Dave Galloway's talking about the crowds there. Mark Wilson's bet is ruined already. So it's all set up. Uh, let's keep going then How about the bottom of the table What a fixture this is going to be Ross County St Johnson David Friel's there Yeah Gordon Huge game at the Global Energy Stadium 11th So a 10th place Ross County take on 11th place St Johnson And if you look at it It really does have the look of a defining match For both teams in that battle for survival County as Mark said earlier They've got a chance to pull 7 points clear of St Johnson And they do have a strong home record in recent months I think Celtic are the only away team to win here in the last 8 games Stretching back to October so Malcolm Mackay's side are you know, really are good at home And he will hope I suppose that gives him the edge today And he'll also want a reaction after the 2-0 defeat to Hibs last weekend I think he was overly pleased with that performance County managers made two changes Keith Watson and Joseph Hungbo come in for Jake Vokins and Dominic Samuel I'll just run through the Ross County team Looks like a 4-2-3-1. Ross laid long goals. Back four of Conor Randall, Jack Baldwin, Alec Iacobiti and Keith Watson. The midfield sitters will be Harry Payton and Jordan Tilson with Regan Charles Cook, Ross Callahan, and Joseph Hungbolt behind Jordan White. Subs for County are Monroe, Vulcans, Dominic Samuel, Burrows, Ramsey, Drysdale, Ben Payton, Wright and McKinnon. As for St Johnson, I think it's fair to say they've improved a lot in the last few weeks. You know, they had that real cup shock at Kelly Hearts, but since then they've put a decent run together. But coming like this, this is probably the biggest game of the season. You know, so much depends on this. They could close the gap on Ross County to just one point. They would move a bit further away, potentially, from Dundee as well. They've only lost one of the last six league matches and have picked up nine points along the way. So it's decent form from Carl Davidson's side after a real tough first half of the season. They come into the game off the back of a real good 2-1 win over Hearts last weekend. I think that was one of their best performances of the campaign so far. And they'll be looking for more of the same today. Xander Clark still hasn't recovered from injury, so he misses out again. And Murray Davison is also absent completely from the score, so it looks like that's an injury too. Jacob Butterfield is coming in for him. So St Johnson looks like a 3-4-2-1 formation. Elliot Parrish in goals, standing in for Xander Clark. Back three of Dan Cleary, Liam Gordon and Jamie McCart. With Tom Sang, Milka Holberg, Jacob Butterfield, Tony Gallagher across the middle. And Ali Crawford and Glenn Middleton in behind Callum Hendry. South Ross and Johnson are Sinclair, Mann, Brown, Gilmore, Craig, May, Chifchi, Bear and O'Hallan. And the referee at the Global Energy Stadium is Nick Walsh. Looking forward to that one. A huge game at the bottom of the table. Let's go to Dundee. Livingston also uh, has ramifications in the bottom six. Roger Hanna's there. 
Yeah, it's quite a day, Gordon, for the new managers and their home debuts. Uh, Stephen Robinson and Jim Goodwin you've heard about, and Martin McGee as well. One of Sir Alec Ferguson's old number nines manages Dundee for the first time at Dens Park today. He started his reign last Sunday with that 3-2 defeat at Celtic Park. I think he took a lot from the performance, even in that defeat with uh, Georges Giacomakis' hat-trick. The midweek clash here was St Mirren fell victim to a ferocious downpour in the city of Discovery. So McGee, his new number two, Simon Rossley, start work at Dens with the Darks Blues Two points behind St Johnson and six behind Ross County in the safety of 10th place. They've just one league win since December 1 and I think that's what probably did for James McPake. They lost 2-0 to today's opponents at Levy last month when Bruce Anderson got a double and they were held here in the game I covered for Super Scoreboard back in September. A goalless stalemate with Livingston probably the better of. And indeed, did he haven't scored in their last three home games against Levy? That goes all the way back to August 2013 when Peter McDonald got the winner on a 3-0 win. Levy themselves, they're in a far better position as you know, they're ninth but just one win away from the top six in that congested area above the relegation scrap. They've lost just one of their last six in all competitions and McGee, when he was speaking to the media yesterday, he spoke about his admiration for the job that David Martindale is doing with Livy. Did he just a one change probably echoes what McGee was saying about his pleasure with the performance last week. Zach Rudden, January signing from Partick Thistle, he's in the attack in place of Paul McMullen. So to go with Ian Lawler in goal, it's a back three of Zeno Ibsen, Rossi, Jordan McGee and Ryan Sweeney. Across the middle, Vonte, Daly, Campbell, Max Anderson, Sean Byrne, Josh Mulligan and Cammy Kerr. And up top, Zach Rudden will partner Danny Mullen. It's an experienced bench as well for Dundee. McGinn, Adam McMullen, McCowan, Elliot, McGowan, Fontaine, Marshall and Sharp. Livingston unsurprisingly unchanged from a 1-1 draw with St Mirren last week. So that means Max Stryak continues in goal. He's been ever-present this season in the league. It's a back four of Nicky Devlin, the skipper, Jack Fitzwater, Ioba Lai and James Penrise midfield three Jason Holt Stephen Omeonga and Scott Pittman and Alan Forrest and Joel Nubley will support Bruce Anderson on the bench Canovalov Boys Longridge Kelly Montana Shinny Bailey Soto and Chuk Wuameka the referee at Dens Park is Bobby Madden and the supporters have been asked to have a minute's applause today Gordon in the 57th minute in honour of lifelong Dundee fan Petra Rice who sadly passed away earlier this month yeah I read about that this morning sad news indeed hopefully that gets the reaction it deserves at Dens Park this afternoon That's you up to speed then On the team news from the four big Premiership games At this stage on a Saturday You should know the drill by now We always get all the guys involved And we take a look back At the week's biggest talking points So we'll do that next Action as it happens And your reaction from five on the open line This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard all geared up for a fantastic Saturday afternoon Four big games in the Premiership Four big games in the Championship It's a full house in League 1 And four in League 2 as well We certainly are moving towards If we're not there already The business end of the season So you won't want to take your eyes or ears off the action this afternoon But at this stage on a Saturday After we've given you team news We always get the full complement of pundits involved And look back on some of the week's biggest Talking points Don't think you need me To tell you which it is This week Hugh Keevans Oh yeah Well it's the The contrast in performances Rangers uh, Take Six goals Off at Borussia Dortmund Home and away In the Europa League Celtic Lose Five goals Home and away To a Norwegian side Who are in Their pre-season At the moment Take nothing away From Bodo They are A first class team uh, but overall, very disappointing from Celtic's perspective And I think Ange Postacoglu uh, has rarely been as downbeat 
over the road, as they say. Giovanni Van Bronckhurst is as upbeat as a man can be. He's looking forward to Red Star Belgrade and he's looking forward to it with confidence. And I think he's 100% entitled to every ounce of confidence that he has. Good results come along in football, Roger Hanna, but Thursday night at Ibrox has led to people speaking about it in the terms of that's the best result I've ever seen, depending on your age, or that's the best result in modern history for Rangers, or that's one of the best results in modern Scottish football. How would you sum it all up? Um, I think it's certainly the best for 15 or 16 or 17 years. I remember Alec McLeish leading Rangers into the knockout stages of the Champions League um, in the sort of 2006 or 7-ish, somebody can correct me, when they took on Villarreal and they got past Inter Milan to do that. But take nothing away from this, Gordon. Rangers were brilliant over two legs. If someone had said to you 10 days ago, Rangers will beat Dortmund 4-2 in Germany, they will then score another two, and it should have been three, but for a ridiculous VAR decision. Had it not been for that VAR decision, Rangers would have beaten Dortmund home and away. Dortmund are second in the Bundesliga. They've just dropped out the Champions League. They're heading back to the Champions League. They are star-studded. This was up there with anything Rangers have done in Europe for many, many years. Yeah, I mean, Fraser Wishart, we, we had similar conversations after the first leg, didn't we? You were on the show but the first leg might have been just that. I think there was still a maybe a lingering doubt that Dortmund would turn up at Ibrox and right all the wrongs and albeit a plucky effort from Rangers in the first leg, they would end up going out. But far from it, they finished the job off and that elevates the results into the conversations that, that Roger's discussing. Yeah, I mean, I think sometimes nowadays we get involved in debates. Was it the best ever? Was it this the best ever? And team people supporting other clubs will say, yeah, well, we beat this team and that team. Just enjoy what it was. And for this a modern generation of Rangers supporters, it will be the best result. You know, for people in my generation, like Hughes, whatever, maybe other other results, but it was a fantastic result. And you're right, on the, the Friday after the first leg, and when we were talking about it on air, saying, you know, it's a wee, bit, a wee bit of a cheeky second goal by Dortmund, just gave us a wee bit of flutters of nerves got the first goal and to be honest with you in the first half there was times going up to half time I really thought Rangers were in trouble because Dortmund were terrific you know and so this wasn't Dortmund just not turning up the Dortmund were really really good and the second half performance for Rangers was just outstanding I mean Morelos and Kent in both legs unbelievable I mean the, Morelos just leading the line holding the ball up physicality was strong Kent with his direct running causing all sorts of problems I think you saw by the reaction of the Dortmund players at the, at the end they were absolutely devastated they couldn't believe it they fancied their chances of winning this trophy and they knew they were going back to a poor reception over in Germany so this was Rangers beating a very very good team who, who didn't lie down and didn't take it uh, sort of uh, it's only the, UF, yeah, the Europa League they were up for it and uh, I think that uh, Rangers are just celebrating their fans just celebrate winning rather than comparing it to was it the best ever just enjoy a fantastic moment Yeah the context is important David Friel Because we can't ignore The way modern football set up With the disparity in money And the way the big five leagues Just tend to get things all their own way Just look at the latter stages of, of European competition Results like this are not really meant to happen anymore As Fraser says Dortmund were the favourites to go on and, and win the Europa League So that sort of tells you everything you need to know About the size of the upset yeah, it does. And if you look at the Bundesliga table, I think Dortmund are only six points behind Bayern Munich. They're eight points ahead of Bayer Leverkusen, and we've all seen how good they are. And obviously no Erling Haaland, but you look at the team, German internationals, World Cup winners, Belgian internationals, Dutch internationals, England's next big thing, and Jude Bellingham as well. It was such an impressive performance 
over the two legs, Gordon, and, and this might sound strange given Rangers 1-4-2 in Dortmund, but for me the most impressive aspect of the whole thing was how Rangers managed that second half because Dortmund were coming for them, they were 2-1 up, and it took a lot for Giovanni Van Bronckhurst to be so calm and clear-headed to say, right, I'm going to change the system, we're going to play this way. And it worked, it worked to a treat. His players went out and executed the plan. As Roger said, Rangers should have won the game, but for a horrendous refereeing decision. Great goal, the left wing back crossing for the right wing back. And I just looked at the end and I felt Dortmund had run out of ideas. And for Rangers to do that over two legs against a star-studded team who are heading for the Champions League and will put up a title challenge to Bayern Munich, I thought it was incredible for a Scottish team to be doing that I've actually forgotten about that goal Mark Wilson It was only when I saw it back this morning That I realised Everyone keeps talking about it Going from one full back to the other It starts with James Tavernier first He plucks the ball out there With a nice touch yeah. And I remember thinking at the time Well that's a nice touch And then I, I sort of forgot that, that then It just gets sweeped across the park Out to Bassey And then it's Tavernier it's again yeah. That finishes it off And I mean his stats are just Eye-watering well, well incredible You're right The way Rangers played In that second half Promoting both fullbacks When they needed to And then obviously Tavernier getting the goal It's incredibly brave To do that Against a team like Dortmund Who can pick you off At any time And I agree with Fraser Dortmund did turn up And were very good So they could have done that But Rangers were Were brave And, and sniffed out Their opportunity and, and got the lead It was a remarkable result Over two legs They were Absolutely brilliant Against Top quality opponents and um, you know it just puts a bit of pride in Scottish football we're always getting knocked but those were big boys in European football and Rangers took care of them over two legs we're paying tribute to Giovanni Van Bronckhurst for managing the fixture managing the first half into the second half by doing the right things now I think he has to manage expectations because expectation has gone through the roof now uh, Red Star Belgrade have to be seen in proper Perspective. They are part of the last 16 Like Rangers Rangers should fear no one But respect everyone That's the way to yeah. approach this Because uh, The guys all know That there have been nights in Europe That have been entirely unexpected In terms of what went on mm. uh, Last Thursday night was unexpected In a positive sense there have been games where it's been unexpected in a negative sense. As I say, for me, that's the phrase that should be reverberating around the Rangers supporters' minds. Fear no one, but respect everyone. Yeah, Roger Hanna, emotionally between now and then, it will be a tough battle for, for those Rangers fans because Hugh sums it up and you'll hear all the usual phrases, no mugs at this stage of European competition. All true, all valid, but there's also no way they're as good as Borussia Dortmund. 100%. Um, they won their group, fair play to them. That's why they were seeded, why they've got the second leg over in Serbia. But, you know, you, you look on Thursday night, Friday morning, at the potentials Rangers could have drawn. Personally speaking, I thought Galatasaray and Red Star Belgrade were the two you would want. Um, that said, last 16 in the Europa League, there, there is nothing easy. But if Rangers play the way they did against Dortmund, they will get through this tie, Gordon. Yeah, you can understand where a bit of optimism would would creep in uh, Fraser but as Hugh says it has to be it has to be measured it, it must at the very least give some sort of belief now people can get properly carried away and look into the distance and, and talk about getting to finals and winning things it's possibly a bit early for that but I mean we are getting to the latter stages of that competition the draw could have been much tougher surely you've got to aim high yeah absolutely I mean range of supporters and uh, all people around the club Absolutely, they should enjoy the moment, they should get excited by it. But within Murray Park, within those four walls, it's up to Giovanni Van Brockhurst, the coaching staff and the players to keep their head 
firmly out of the clouds to their feet on the ground because they've got some big games coming up against like, Mullow, St Johnson, Aberdeen before the first leg uh, at, at Ibrox as well and, and also got to remember last year hopes were high and we were having a similar conversation about Slavia Prague and Rangers went out very easily Slavia were very good and beat, beat Rangers comfortably you know they'll have that in their memories but su- supporters absolutely enjoy the big moments enjoy the, the big wins and this was absolutely huge and uh, you know I'm, I'm always going about coefficients every time we play and uh, Red Star of course are from Serbia Serbia are in 11th we're in 9th as well so a win against them would help cement our place in 8th or 9th place which means in a couple of years time again an automatic Champions League place and it could be for the next two or three years so very very important the Rangers win for Scottish people but just enjoy the moment for Rangers supporters brilliant but uh, Giovanni Van Brockers will have his, his players with their feet in the ground because he'll know no matter who you get in the last 16 the champ- in the Europa League sorry, they're a decent side uh, The reaction to Celtic's exit Roger Hanna has been quite something we had a fan on last night who called it embarrassing and was very unhappy about it and then we got loads not quite shrugging the shoulders but saying you know the league is the Priority and Bodo were pretty good, and this is early on for Ange, and so on. How how do you look back on on that disappointment? Um, I actually think he made the right team selection on Thursday night, given Celtic were three one down, and given what is lying ahead for Celtic, the undoubted priority for Celtic is winning the league championship, perhaps even winning a treble. The Europa Conference League is at the bottom of the list of priorities. I reckon there was only probably if, if you were picking your first choice Celtic team. I think there might have been as few as three players that started Norway and in that team. I think you'll see a first-choice Celtic team at Easter Road at noon tomorrow. And maybe an Ange Postecoglou's thought process. Maybe look looked at Rangers the week before. Coming home from a European game, away from home on a Thursday, to a difficult away venue at noon on Sunday. And they didn't get the result they wanted. I think he's prioritised Hibernian over Bodo Glimt. I think he's correct to do so. And yes, it's a poor result going out 5-1 on aggregate to Bodo Glimt. But if Ange Postecoglou has made the right call and it helps Celtic win the league championship, nobody will be talking about Bodo Glimt come May. Yeah, it's a fair point, David Friel. The intrigue actually started when the team lines came out, not when the game kicked off. Managers will always tell you that they just picked the team that they thought could win the match. Fine, Ange Postecoglou is more than entitled to, to put that, that spin on it. And of course, it was established players that played, but it was it was not a full strength team. It was nowhere it was nowhere near it. What did you read into that? I, I, I read into it that he was prioritising Hibs, and I agree with Roger. I think it was probably the right thing to do. And I don't think it was it was necessarily he was throwing the towel in and thinking Celtic didn't have a chance against Bodo Glimt with that team. But I think it was probably gives you an indication of where Celtic are physically at the moment. You know, you've got some players, Leal Abada, for example. I think he's only twenty. He's played forty three games this season. You know, Cal McGregor won't be far off. Guys like that, and I think I'll, I'll borrow a phrase from Hugh Keevans. I think since the first half at Petodrie when Celtic were so impressive again, I think it's been a bit heavy weather from Celtic. You know, I think they've looked very, very leggy. You know, Aberdeen had a real go in that second half. The Wraith Rovers, we all know how disappointed Ange Postacoglu was with that. Dundee last week, 3 2, a bit of a grind, and then obviously two Bodo Glunt games. So I think given Jota, Hatati, McGregor, Juranovic, Carter Vickers, guys like that. A bit of a rest wasn't a bad thing, and I think for Celtic now it's just all about the league. It's all that matters. Try to get to that Champions League place, and I think in hindsight it was probably a right call from Ange Postecoglou. A sense of perspective does not exist in the west of Scotland. In fact, it's actively discouraged to have a sense of perspective. But for me, as we stand here this afternoon, Ange Postecoglou is top of the Premiership table by three points. 
Ange Postacoglu has the first trophy of the season in the trophy cabinet at Celtic Park. Ange Postacoglu inherited a train wreck when he became the Celtic manager. As we stand here this afternoon, Ange Postacoglu has done a terrific job. Europe has been a waste of time for Celtic, by and large. However, they did finish just one point behind Real Betis in their Europa League group. The man is an ordinary human being. He's not Superman. And what he has done so far, I think, deserves the fact that he has credit in the bank. Yeah, one caller last night called it a free pass, Mark. And you kind of, you understand that at the same time, there must become a point where you start Aiming for this stuff Bodo very good Everybody who watched him Could see how well drilled they were They've got nowhere near the money Celtic have got You know At what point Do you stop Only being satisfied With Domestic stuff Well it comes European football Comes hand in hand With Celtic And and progressing Into the latter stages Is always Well it's always been The radar Since I was a player Even since I left The club gets criticised If they don't reach Those heights And Celtic have fell Well short This time round And I agree with you. Ange Postecoglou has done a terrific job. Could never see Celtic where they are at the minute, at the start of the season. However, when when they make that progress and everything's looking good and they hit a level, hit a height where the players that have been brought in have certainly adapted to the style of play, then there's got to be room for criticism as well when they get it so spectacularly wrong. And on Thursday night, it was wrong. Team selection... Questionable, but the players that were on the pitch, let Ange Postecoglou go down as well. Let's leave that there. We can get back to it on the open line. Get your thoughts on Twitter all afternoon or on the phones a bit later. I'm sure there's still lingering thoughts from Thursday night, so feel free to share them. We will go back around the grounds ahead of the three o'clock games next. The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Big Saturday of league football coming up 15 minutes to go before kick-off. The atmosphere will be building. Big games, really, when you look across the board, all across that table, but all with a story as well. St Mirren against Hearts. It's the first game under Stephen Robinson. Will he secretly have been pleased that the game was off midweek, Fraser? Does that just allow you a bit more time? Because it, according to him, it was it was frantic. He took Morecambe's training on Monday, had no inclination of St Mirren... Came off the training ground, loads of texts, and by Tuesday afternoon he's got the jacket on and he's in front of the media. So will be a part of him pleased the game was off on Wednesday? Yeah, I think so. I think he'd be quite happy at that. A tough one as well, away to Dundee fighting for their lives as well. And it's one of those games you could lose your winning run, so he's got to two or three games. I think I said earlier that he, he knows his players inside out. I mean, I, I can think of only maybe Alec Grieve in the starting eleven that he probably wouldn't know. You know, even lads like Jordan Jones, he'll know of them when they were up at Kilmarnock as well. So he's not been away that long, so he'll have a real idea of, of who, the, who the players are. And also coming into a, a big game like this with a, on a winning run, just looking to my right, Gordon. You know, that, you just think back to Hearts been down in divisions. Uh, it's a first division last year, championship, sorry, and uh, spells down the leagues as well in the last few years. They bring such a big support, and there'll be a great atmosphere today on the right. It's just about full that whole stand, and they, they'll, they'll have a tough game against uh, against uh, Sydney today. But uh, I think Steve Robson will just be quite happy. He's come into a team where he doesn't need to make any changes, and he hasn't. And I think that's a, a clever thing to do. Sometimes people come in as managers and they want to put their stamp on it for want of a better phrase. Don't do it. It's, if it's not if it's not broke, it doesn't need fixed. And this team has been doing really, really well. And of course, he might bring in one or two players in the summer. He might tinker a wee bit, but it's a winning team. He's put the same team out 
and I'm sure he'll be the, the ball of energy that he always is on the sidelines because he really is a guy who's so passionate about his football. So a big game for Stephen Robinson, but uh, a big game for Hearts as well. They need, they need to turn this run of bad results around quickly. Yeah, I'm just wondering, we've always, maybe my fault, I keep saying they're home and hosed in third. Um, still got a very nice advantage and it doesn't look, you know, Hibs are not on a brilliant run of form either, but... You starting to have doubts about third place, or, or is that still safe as far as you're concerned? I think it's pretty safe. They've got a good squad of players. Boyce is back fit as well. They've got Halkett back from injury, so they missed a couple of games as well. So they've, they've got good players and their best players back in the starting eleven. Gordon, and I, I think that gap is is just too much for anybody. And we've spoken about it before. Nobody, Dean, Hibs, the teams you might think that would be challenging. Uh, Man had a bad run before Christmas as well. Nobody's putting together a good run to go and challenge them. But if they lose the next couple of games and the likes of maybe a St. Man or certainly Hibs win a couple of games and get a bit of confidence, then people will start to point the finger and see what's going on at Hearts. So they need to turn it around very quickly. I still think St. Man might just sneak a victory here. I think it'll be very close. But uh, they've just got something at the moment, St. Man, and that in turn would put them, I think, seven points behind Hearts with a game in hand. I still think Hearts will get third place. But the questions will start to get asked if you're if you're going four defeats in a row. That's not a good look for a Hearts manager. How's that sellout crowd building up at Pataudry, Dave? I wonder if it's been easy to forget that this is still a fan base that wants to see the team win football games soon because they were they were happy with the appointment. Jim Goodwin comes in, given the quick turnaround, you probably take a point at Fir Park. The statue, Sir Alex, there's a real feel good factor. But once that whistle goes, Aberdeen need to get back to winning football games. Absolutely, uh, Gordon. Uh, the atmosphere is absolutely uh, terrific. The best atmosphere I've experienced at Pittori for some time. It does have a reputation for being a bit quiet. Sir Alex himself back in the day said that, oh yeah, it's uh, a bit of a sleepy hollow. You can hear the sweetie papers uh, rustling <laughs> when the fans get uh, disgruntled. Um, Jim Goodwin, incidentally, has been introduced to the crowd earlier. He took a standing ovation. Uh, we're just waiting for uh, Sir Alex uh, to come out. What What's going to happen is he's going to be introduced to the crowd and he's going to be given uh, a smaller replica size of the statue that he unveiled, the wonderful statue he unveiled uh, yesterday and uh, that'll be a great memento uh, for a great man. Um, certainly excitement and anticipation building by the moment, a long time since this ground was sold out and an Aberdeen win, it would create such a strong feel-good factor to build on, wouldn't it? But, you know, Dundee United, you, you've touched on this already, Dundee United know once this game has kicked off, they could turn things to their advantage, couldn't they? If they make a good start and maybe get the first goal, that could uh, perhaps make the, the big red army, as they're called, restless. And remember, Aberdeen haven't recorded any Premiership victories in 2022 so far. And you'd think confidence in the Dons camp right now as we speak would be uh, a little bit brittle, to say the least, wouldn't you? Let's hear from the managers then. Jim Goodwin in front of that Pataudry crowd for the first time. There's going to be a lot of excitement around the place on Saturday for the game. Hopefully that will generate a brilliant atmosphere. And um, I'm hoping that the players will, will thrive off it. You know, that's what we all want. Um, Dundee United are a decent team. You know, they're in some good form themselves. I think they've only lost one game in six. Had a, a really good performance against Rangers most recently. Tam Courts seems to have them well organised and, and playing some good football. So first and foremost, we've got to give Dundee United the respect that they deserve. But we've got to really focus on what we can do to them. And uh, we know we have to be organised and compact out of possession be aggressive when we don't have it. But in possession, we have to play with that composure and that freedom. 
So Jim Goodwin there at home for the first time this afternoon up against Dundee United and Tam Courts. I think first and foremost it's um, tremendous commemoration for his achievements, which again probably similar to Jim McLean's here have just been you know almost kind of once in a lifetime esque, and it's it's a tremendous accolade for him and his family. But in terms of the impact it'll have on us, I think the key thing for any team that's aspirational is to make sure at this stage of the season that you you control and play to your own narrative. It's something that I. Been really kind of big on, you know, since I've taken this job, the internal and external narrative. I think we've really controlled that pretty well, and that's just another story that ultimately will bring a bit of attention to the game, but it won't have any impact on how we perform on the, on, on the pitch. Yeah, it should be an absolute cracker. Aberdeen, Dundee United, Dundee, Livy at Dens. Is Martin Bartley there? Roger, he was 20 minutes late for the show uh, on Wednesday night, so just checking that he's, he's made it on time. Well, he's obviously learned from it because he was the first man out onto the pitch around about an hour ago. He was out with the three Livingston goalkeepers and then the players came out to get warmed up. So he's keen to get going and so he should be because if you look at the table, from, from Hibs in fourth who don't play today, of course, we've got Celtic at Easter Road tomorrow, down to Livy in ninth, there's only three points separating six sides. And the side that finishes top of that pile has got a passport into European competition next season, Gordon. So there is so much to play for for Livingston. Inevitably, with turn the spotlight in the knees, Mark McGee's first home game as manager, they're in the, the, the teeth of a relegation fight. But there's big stakes here for Livingston as well if they can get the three points. Yeah, it should be an absolute cracker there. Dundee against Livingston. Good to see Marvin Bartley uh, is there on time. I'm going to stop that, though, because I genuinely... I, with every fibre of my being, just want to call him Martin now. Yeah. Like... And, Sometimes I'm not really joking And it's all his fault This man in the corner I no, wish he hadn't done that it to was, me It was one slip of the tongue Gordon uh, and I'll <laughs> A the couple price. of times Yeah <laughs> To be fair <laughs> But anyway Yeah Dundee Livy at Dens That should be a cracker as well With no disrespect to our good friend Martin I'm not sure it's quite Just because Livy look a little bit safer Ross County St Johnson's got to be the one Down there It's 10th against 11th David Friel and I feel like we say this every season But time just flies by There are only 11 games to go If this isn't the business end of the season I'll be declaring it so in a couple of weeks max David, it's, it's getting to that stage Well, it certainly is And that's why, that's why I say that I think it's going to be defining for, for both teams And how things go You know, if County can move 7 points clear Of that relegation playoff place You would imagine they'll be okay But likewise, if St Johnson can, can cut that gap to 1 Then you just never know what's going to happen And it's first trip to Highlands in a while, Gordon, and behind the the away end, it's pretty lively. St Johnson have brought a decent away crowd with them. The, the, the kind of youngsters are among them, the, the St Johnson Ultras, have got the banner out there. They're making a hell of a racket. I mean, I think the Ross County DJ is trying to, he's going through his soft rock catalogue, trying to drown him out, but it's not working. So I think there's a bit of belief growing at St Johnson as well. As I said, not many teams win here, but St Johnson is a freshness about their side, and I think they'll be coming here for the few points. Yeah, if you look at the, the current form, if you like, over the last, say, Take it five games That That is not relegation form From St Johnson David Whatsoever Two wins Two draws And a loss I, d I don't have the, the calculator But that That will be Mid-table upwards Probably European form actually um, So if they can try And replicate that Because they looked done A few weeks ago Didn't they? Yeah they did And I think They just looked like A tired team A team that had you know, scaled such heights last season and just had almost, you know, hit the wall and maybe players wanting out. But as I said, if you look at Dan Cleary's in today, Tom Sang, Melker Holberg, Tony Gallagher, there's just a freshness about their side. Um, and I think Callum Davison, 
he was obviously talking about it for months at how he had to do subs in January, but I think he's signed some, some pretty decent players. He's also got Callum Hendry back who's scoring goals, Glenn Middleton's in decent form, Ali Crawford as well. So, as I said, obviously missing a big neighbour today, Xander Clark is such an important player for them, but Elliot Parrish is doing a good good job in goals as well. So, against a really good county team, they can Charles Cook still joint top scoring in the Premiership. It's going to be tough, but I think St John's still fancy themselves. Yeah, I didn't spot the big man limping out to take the bins this morning. It's blue and brown this morning as well. So you've Bonus. got a double. Good. Yeah, yeah, just getting, the, getting the, the leftover of the, the, the Christmas cardboard that you didn't fit in. La- anyway, right, we'll get back to the football because kick-off in the three o'clock game's coming next. The winning team all season long. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here The worst collection of tipsters you have ever seen So with that in mind What is the four game Premiership ACA looking like this afternoon? I am going a draw St Mirren against Hearts <laughs> Dundee will lose Mark McGee's first home game against Livingston Aberdeen dare not and will not fail against Dundee United And I am taking Malky Mackay to beat Callum Davidson in the Ross County St Johnston game. I'll go for Hearts to beat St Mirren. I'll go for a draw up in Dundee. Seen enough for Dundee last week to think that they can get a draw against Livy. Aberdeen will beat United in Ross County. will go seven clear of St Johnston. Um, I'm with Mark. I think that Hearts can get back to winning ways. So I'll take Hearts. I'll take Dundee home advantage to beat Livingston. Aberdeen to beat Dundee United. And I fancy St Johnston for another victory. Goal Flashes with Aspire Industrial Services leading the way in industrial and corporate branded workwear Right, that's us underway in the 3 o'clock game so you can stay in touch throughout the afternoon at Clyde SSB on Twitter and I will give you the nod when these games finish the open line will be here it will be your chance to have your say and we'll speak to you on the phone Stephen Robinson is out He's taking the applause from the St Mirren fans He stood in the away dugout many times Actually had a good record there As Motherwell manager But he's in charge of St Mirren these days And they are at home to Hearts this afternoon And uh, will he get up and running with the three points? He's, he's looking fairly relaxed at the moment He's got that nice new haircut that he got for free In a barber's in Renfrew so the... Did that happen? Yeah I didn't read yeah. that How do you know that? Because I read it in the paper he mm. got a free haircut I could name the barber But I'm wary of advertising laws mm. But um, <laughs> I, I think you would have got I, away with I, it I'm looking to my right over to you I think you should give that barber a phone No, no, no <laughs> I, have I, I think a, you've I, let yourself go a lot I, I have an appointment for <laughs> Tuesday Tuesday at 11 o'clock uh, you, uh, Oh, you actually make appointments point. to get your hair done <laughs> No, you have to because of Covid regulations it, 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 uh, Only two people allowed in the barber well, you, you, you still in off the street? I just go oh, anywhere. Yeah, anywhere. Yeah, anyway. You make an appointment. Well, my mother-in-law tends to do mine more often than not, and that's no, handy. But but Hugh's got to get that side shed sorted. Look, I, I, I was going to say. So where where you, Deirdre Barlow? <laughs> no, it was Blanche. Was it not the last time? Was it Blanche? Where you approaching haircut time, and, and then then, I, then, then the isolation got, kicked then in, got and got it COVID, pushed you yeah. over the yeah. So. Zoe, I'll see you at 11 o'clock on Tuesday <laughs> Zoe, <laughs> Tell you what, the Red Army, the statue, Fergie, Jim Goodwin Penalty Dundee no, United no. David a... Bates has had a mm. tough few weeks yeah. Brings down Harks, McNulty steps up Goal Flashes With AspireGlasgow.com
That's one way to spoil a party Hugh Keevans oh. Aberdeen nil, Dundee United 1 And it's 3 minutes past 3 The guarantee you have is that Furious Fergie up in the stand Will dispute that it was a penalty kick at all mm-hmm. uh, But what a sensational start to the game And that, that can only fire up the crowd Home and away fans And uh, great start to the day Incredible as well The fact it's a sellout Hugh Obviously yeah. the, 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 the factors in the, of Fergie there Yesterday with the statue And he's at the game today Jim Goodwin's first game Dundee United A really attractive fixture But what a start for the Tangerines Absolutely McNulty from the spot Less than four minutes gone Dundee United lead at Pataudry uh, I love Scottish football Just great at throwing these things up Isn't it happens All the time Dumbarton FC There will be a delay to kick off As Peterhead appeal for a qualified linesman For this afternoon So they're giving it the old Tannoy announcement Is there a qualified official in our midst Please reveal yourself Imagine you were as well And you've just you been waiting for that call You wouldn't get down what, if you're a linesman But not at that level And you go to these games be, Thinking of oh, big There was a shout One day And then Yeah but imagine it. Giving a decision It's like just... a big moment Do they Do they give you gear If you need it They're not going to ask you To go in your loafers <laughs> Are they <laughs> That'd be great wouldn't Some it? guys in a three piece suit In hospitality <laughs> Gets a tie around the head And yeah. Hold that flag <laughs> <laughs> They did it at Celtic Park One day Dundee United game And the man Came out of the crowd After the announcement Was made and it was in the days of Jim McLean, the Dundee United manager And the man who came out of the crowd It transpired after the game Had arrived at the game in a Celtic supporters bus Oh, that's Can controversial you, is yeah, that's just that, what this open line would need Is that the third time that's happened this season? It's happened a few so times, yeah uh, uh, Surely the time for more officials to go to these games And, and lower league games is there Because you, you do turn up There's no fourth official There's On the no, touchline no infinite pool of them though Would he, would he get these guys from This is where we're trying to recruit VAR yeah. I think Officials it, as yeah. well I, I think we had a, a discussion Was that last year That there should be a push To get younger guys Into refereeing And o- almost Even footballers who fall out the game I, I think I suggested that And push them in and there That's been going on for pool. years That though hasn't it And some of You know sort of like, Didn't Jim Goodwin Say he was he did Back yeah. in the day There's another story there um, yeah. Who's the other guy Jim Lachlan Yeah Jimmy, Jimmy Lachlan I tell Jimmy you what I've seen He the, started the process I'm sure he sent me a message Jamie McConney Any of you remember Jamie yeah, McConney you, yeah, You'll yeah, know him yeah. So I've I seen him on, on the Facebook The other day Putting on The, the Facebook <laughs> Is that another what people call it um, Putting it's on like a referee's sort of test my mum would use <laughs> That's Facebook. what I mean Because oh, it's, right, okay. it's only mums that use it Is it Jim Lachlan's now out on the The North Sea he is that, yeah He's on the rigs Anyway, before we get distracted too much Are you ready, Hugh Keevans? Yes Have you missed this? For oh, your yes. couple of weeks off This is your big moment The first half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news And opinion online Who doesn't love a question about goalies? Since season 2014-2015 Eight goalkeepers have kept 15 or more clean sheets in the Scottish Premiership across the full season. Name them. Since season 2014-15, eight goalkeepers have kept 15 or more clean sheets in the Scottish Premiership across the full season. Who are they? That's a great question because there are obviously some you know, recognisable names on there. But my goodness, there are a couple that are definitely going to throw you. So... Get your answers in please At Clyde SSB We're looking for one tweet With all eight names on it 
And if you want to win You have to do it quicker Than everyone else So mm-hmm. get thinking That's your first half teaser Send the answers please To at Clyde SSB A few goals going in Down the divisions Kelty Hearts 1 Annan nil. Owen Moxon's own goal Not necessarily a surprise However Cove Rangers are losing Away at Alloa Andy Graham now that you know, Cove cert- certainly favourites to win that league still, but I could start it's getting a bit. Brian Rice's first game, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to say another yeah, first game manager uh, is in there as well. We've got one of these in the top flight. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Dundee nil, Livingston one. Marvin Bartley will be happy with that, and it's Bruce Anderson. What a signing he has been for Livy. A big mistake from Lawler. Alan Forrest cuts it back. And there was Bruce Anderson to provide the finish. Marvin will be happy. Livy lead. Well, you can imagine what the Dundee crowd are giving Mark McGee right now. You know, I, I have no idea about the progress of the game. Roger Hanna will bring us up to speed at half time. But Mark McGee's appointment has caused consternation among the Dundee fans. They don't understand the appointment. Personally, I think you have to give the man time and see how the results pan out before you declare him a failure. But. It's the worst of all possible starts for Mark McGee. Yeah, 12th of the season mm-hmm. for Bruce Anderson, Mark. That's a, a, a brilliant return. Um, yeah, I, I, you know what? Every time I've seen him, and even for Aberdeen, I thought he'd done okay to go to Hamilton yeah. as well. Thought he'd done fine. Um, so I think Livy, you know, very shrewd moving for him. He's done a good job for them. He's found his home. There's no doubt about that. He's found the club that's right for him. Style of football, everything. He's playing with confidence, banging goals in. Um, mm. He's been a terrific signer, got to say. The just finding out more about the goal that put Dundee United ahead at Pitodri, mm-hmm. it was a penalty and it was given for a shirt pull, Hugh, because you know you, oh. d- you don't like to see that in the game. No, no, um, no. don't we see it very often. There might be a bit of irony <laughs> in the United specialist at um, shirt pulling here for this week. Oh, for any Rangers I heard fans they were, who were working in it in training at last weekend's incident <laughs> yeah. involving fashion. That, is, that so, is irony at his best in Scottish football. Anyway, St Mirren nil, Hearts nil, Ross County nil, St Johnson nil. But goals for the visiting teams in the other two: Aberdeen nil, Dundee United one, and Dundee nil, Livy one. Your first half teaser uh, is up and running oh. as well. So get your answers in, please. At Clyde SSB, I'm out the traps quick with that, oh, yeah. Gordon. I think. Do you know Got why? Four. Do you know why? Without giving anything away, he looks up at the TV and went, "Right, that's two for me." Say that again. He looked up at the TV and his first two answers, I'll do them for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who says along those lines? I, I, I can tell you that out, out of Mark McGee's first four, eh, Mark McGee, Mark Wilson. Don't, don't confuse me with McGee. Out of, the, out of the first four, he's got two wrong. Nah, there we go. That doesn't <clears> surprise <throat> me. <laughs> Take the telly ones off. Yeah. It's going to be a bit of a one man effort Oh Elgin have taken the lead Against Sterling Albion Daryl McCarty On 10 minutes It's not going to be The usual joint effort You seem Distracted But No I'm fine I'm, I'm going to add to that list Very yeah. shortly Because like I'm, he's, I'm a specialist He's carrying you I feel like your, your mind's elsewhere hmm. No no. This afternoon no, Why would you say that you said a bit of, You've had You have had a bit of Dramatic afternoon Haven't you You've you've had one of those You've Before I come on the show Yeah you've just a bit distracted You've You've done the old Send a text to the wrong person uh, yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And it, you know, it's, it's not, not great, is it? Because you, you obviously, listen, innocently happens. That's the thing. But you're ideal, and you're trying to clear it up, and you just seem a bit distracted. No, not at all. I think yeah. I, I think it was sorts. Yeah, think, think, flatter yeah. than you. Do you, know, do you agree? Do you feel like usually he's up no, here? You, but he's no, just well, down no. I want to say up there. Usually he's boring. 
and dull and no, I disagree I think usually he's, he's a bundle of energy and fun what, and, uh, what, I, what I have learned in our text message now Hugh take this on board yeah. I'll educate you I know you're a lot older than me but I've got to educate you Nokia. never ever end it with a kiss right right never because it gets you in trouble <laughs> During a previous um, life on this show, I, a previous host of this show, I put a kiss on a, on a text to him one day. Um, but I, I would be pro- really young at the time and probably, you know, trying to. Is that why you're in this job now? You've got the main <laughs> <Steady>. job. Um, <laughs> you know, one of those where I would have been really embarrassed. I was yeah, probably the, bo- uh, the boss replied. Thank you. Early early twenties, trying to impress you. You want me to do yeah. what game at the weekend? Yeah, no yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah, Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember exactly it. How I remember it. I actually remember like yeah. just on Buchanan Street at the time, just screaming at my phone, just trying to, to take it back. Oh. But that's not the worst in the world, because it's a habit for some people. And do you send your kiss back? I can't remember. I think he ignored me. I've never spoken since. Okay, what a chance for hearts. You know, it's got it's got me thinking what the right way. That, that let's be honest, a, a mistaken kiss here or there is that's not very exciting. You lot out there must have some outstanding stories of text messages gone wrong. You must, I, because it's it's a dangerous, dangerous oh. game. So get get your thought. <laughs> g- give me them. Send them over at Clyde SSB. Text messages gone wrong. When you've sent it to the wrong person, the wrong recipient, maybe even a typo. Would typos co- come into that bracket? I suppose they would. What about emojis in this mm. day and age? Yeah. You don't know about that. No, you send the wrong emoji, you, you're, you're buying trouble. I, I could write a book about this. Uh, I, in fact, I could go on after open mind with this program. <laughs> right, well, we'll keep you out of it for now, but for the listeners out there, because I know there will be some absolute crackers, if there's anyone out there who's uh, sent an erroneous text message, any text message dramas... Give give me them over at Clyde SSB. Let's have a bit of fun with that on a Saturday afternoon. Do you remember Kenny Shields when he was manager yes. of Kilmarnock? Of course, he, he beat Celtic in the League Cup final. I sent him a text congratulating him on the birth of his son. Uh, <laughs> what if you? I, I had, what's happened to you? I had Shields in my phone. Uh, the contacts. I had okay. Shields. Now I meant. Sheila McLaren, who was a lady on this programme <laughs> and who is now on the Scottish television and I only referred to her as Shields. So I said, thinking I was sending it to Sheila McLaren, I said it to Kenny Shields. Congratulating him on the birth of his child. Oh, did you get a response? Yes, yes. We'll move Thanks. on. <laughs> ah, that's not too bad though. Again, I like that. That's, that's relatively innocent. I, I think we can... We can get away with that one But the, the listeners will have some outstanding ones And I'm looking forward to it Because I'm going to have to mm. sift through Which are uh, acceptable And which are not for a, a family show But I'm sure we can do it At Clyde SSB It's got to be a few to like The boss And and it's meant to be sent to their pal Saying I'm calling a sickie or something like that You know and they've sent it to their boss instead There's got to be a few along that line Oh, absolutely! You yeah. see them on. You see them getting shared yeah. on Twitter. Don't <laughs> They're you? always funny. Yeah. Is there not a great one about a driving instructor out there on on Twitter? I'm sure there is. Anyway, I want it to be your own examples. Don't go and steal them uh, off anyone else. I think I've got one. I think. Yeah, well, just go for it, right? You'll rem- you'll all remember our um, colleague Alison Conroy used oh, to yes. ah, this not so long ago. And he'll be listening as well, which is making this worse. <laughs> oh, why have I done this? Yeah, go for it. Why have I started? He'll this? love it. I'm trying to think who's going to be more annoyed at this It's too late isn't it It's Probably live radio both. Listen I'm sorry guys it's, it's a good story anyway So uh, Alison Conroy <laughs> Had gone out to Fur Park To do one of the press conferences 
um, friend of the show, Alan Burrows, was was there um, because that's where he works so he's operating he'll come in and he'll see the press and he'll make sure everything's hunky-dory and he's standing and they're in the same sort of conversation they're, they're right next to each other I mean like you know, shoulder to shoulder and Alison decides to go for the old sneaky takes the phone out of the pocket now Alan had recently had some nice dental work done he was looking magnificent <laughs> George and uh, Alison, t- Alison took out her phone and sent a message to me saying Alan Alan's had his teeth done looking great or whatever but she sent it to him oh. <laughs> And he was standing Right there oh, no. Right next to him And did he tap her shoulder. Did he tap her on the shoulder I, And say I think thank she you had very to much. just come clean And say look <laughs> Before you take your phone Out of your pocket I would just like to say I'm loving your teeth oh. Oh. On that note Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com Aberdeen are level Aberdeen 1 Dundee United 1 Ryan Edwards With the own goal The captain on 16 minutes Kennedy was sort of in there Making a a claim for it But I think it was off The Dundee United skipper And it's Aberdeen 1 Dundee United 1 So there we go Statue will be happier Sigh of relief from Jim Goodwin as well It sounds to me Listen to Dave Talking about the atmosphere Pre-match It sounds to me like Pataudry is genuinely Rocking and rolling This afternoon And we've got a start what, 15 minutes in We've got a goal for each team Sounds like a right old-fashioned Ding-dong Yes, uh, indeed So get your answers in on that teaser Some people making Pretty good work of it already I have to say uh, That's at Clyde SSP And you can also give us Your text messaging Gone wrong uh, Dramas I don't know who I'm apologising to I don't know if it's Alan Or Alison <laughs> Or both Or neither to them. No, no Or I'm neither Because listen it's, it happens. Yeah, it happens. It happens. Listen, if you, if you get your teeth far done, too, far too down to earth a man who's uh, been through a lot for his football club. He's far too down to earth to bother about that. Just yes, a good laugh. Uh, Kelty won, Annan won, Michael Garrity's equalised there uh, as well. So quite a few teams who fell behind early on are bouncing back in the championship. Nothing doing there. All goalless in the four matches this afternoon. Good ones as well, you have to say. I'm I'm enjoying this one in Paisley Gordon yeah. Hearts of uh, it's a good game end to end Hearts had a great chance Mackay put a ball into the far post Boyce header from about six seven yards uh, I know Fraser's there he'll tell us at half time but for me he should put that in the back of it that was his second close range header actually Liam yeah. Boyce you mm. too uh, so it's well done Hearts at the moment but St Mirren on the attack this is so. this is the ground was it earlier on in the season Halliday scored a a left foot Cross lob Something like that Yeah <laughs> They're coming in already you Stop this Graham Hume This this would be Gordon Diel Beware Right Right. Uh, Graham says It was a few years back And I was recently single uh, I had Been online dating And I was speaking to a few girls At the same time like, Graham's just He's just Just trying to Assess his options at this stage He says I went to send them all The same message But in a rush I created a group chat With them all (laughs) (laughs) Needless to say They weren't happy (laughs) Understatement of the afternoon Such and such has left the group Do you see that coming up One one after the other (laughs) (laughs) This, this, This generational thing Is the problem I was explaining to Producer Callum last night What a bank book was you know, did you ever have a bank yeah, book? Yeah, 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 so bank book. Producer Callum had never heard of a bank book, and Malky Mackay's mother was. <laughs> Malky Mackay's mother was the lady in the bank that I always dealt with, and she said That's to me, right. "You went in and put it in your yeah, book." Yeah, yeah. Three bank. marriages later, I've not got any of them left. She said, "You need to give me back the book." Uh, PR, because who 
PR texted my old boss About something to do with work But ended the text with Love you Kiss 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 His wife texts back Outraged I was firing into her man Obviously joking uh, But it was awkward Nevertheless uh, Says PR Annan haven't equalised by the way It's been ruled out We've got one of these Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com We've got a goal for Livy They've doubled their advantage It's a Pittman tap in A great running cross by Nubly Of course on loan wasn't he uh, at our both in the first half of the season Livy are happy to have him back So Scott Pittman Because he's tapped in And it's Mark Wilson Dundee nil Livingston 2 What did I put there? Dundee versus Livingston Away, Away. win Yeah here So confirm And Are you sticking by it here? Oh for sure Okay I, I, I feel sorry for my old pal Mark McGee Because he's he's come in with such a welter Of negative publicity And You know He's not even 20 minutes in And he's two down at home Never mind the two goals They scored at Celtic Park And running Celtic close It's gone pear-shaped In front of the home crowd I did say that last week here I'm going to brag here As if I somehow saw this coming That, That came out wrong But Going to Celtic Park Frustrating Celtic At times I know it was 3-2 Mark But, but, but it was two set pieces they, they took their chances Fine They still conceded three goals I don't want to be unfair Because I always stick up for the wee team I always try But I, I did wonder about all the so Seeming positives that, that Dundee could take from that and, and then take into other games When they're expected to go and win them It just doesn't always work that way How no. many times have we seen it? Um, the overall performance last week Thought it started okay And I mean when I say started The first couple of minutes Apart from that They never really looked to get up the pitch Strong five across the back Which made it difficult for Celtic at times But yeah, there was never anything pieced together Now Mark McGee had a limited time to work with him But He's now obviously had the week to work with him And it's a horrendous start Especially at home He would have been looking for points Desperately Especially when he looks at that fixture In Dingwall Ross County St Johnson He knows he needs to keep pace with him It's all gone pear shape this afternoon Tell already. you what The new manager bounce Might not be happening at Dundee It's happening at Alloa though Alloa 2 oh. League leaders Cove Rangers nil. Stephen Boyd 19 minutes And they're making Easy work of the league leaders Speaking of league leaders Kelty have gone back in front So the score was corrected And, and then the goal reinstated I, I don't exactly know But they're back in front now uh, But Alloa too Cove nil Chipper working yeah, his magic Yeah exactly Another down to earth man uh, An old pal of uh, The Cove manager Paul Hartley as well uh, So You know The the bounce is alive and well And Alloa needed it Because Barry Ferguson left for a reason The reason being the team was awful I'll tell you who's scored Our new adopted team Oh, the Royals The Royals are one oh, If you're wondering why Alex Ray's a bit quiet this afternoon It's because he's in the dugout at Bloomfield Road Blackpool nil, Reading 1 The Royals we, we take them under our wing now, yeah. won't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah Because yeah. we're very fickle like that We did it with Breakin We then we dropped them Kicked them like to the curb Forget about Straight him. away They're done as far, as far as we're concerned It was Airdrie a few years um, before that I yeah. think, I, To be honest, I think Breakin dropped us <laughs> um, I sent him a text after the win over Birmingham midweek And he sent me a reply At nine minutes past seven in the morning I get the fright of my life Nine minutes yeah, past seven I was the same It all happened Oh my goodness Listen to this Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com Dundee nil Livingston three oh. And it's Bruce Anderson again His second of the afternoon Mark McGee's in the stand Remember I don't think the fans Round about him Will be too Impressed Hope there's no camera phones out That's for sure um, Wow but, uh, 
when you make an appointment like Mark McGee's was, knowing that he had a six-game ban, and you take all that into context, you need to get off to a good start. And it's when anything but that. So oh, criticism wow. is going to come your way thick and fast. And things like this are going to be dragged up. I made the point a couple of weeks ago that I think when you're making a change for a positive reaction, you need your manager on the touchline. <clears throat> things like this just add to that there, criticism. There are bad starts and there are catastrophes. And this is a catastrophe in the making because 25 minutes in, three down at home, uh, you weren't wanted in the first place by the majority of the supporters. Uh, now, everyone, all the ducks are in a row now. Uh, John Nelms, who presided over the press conference when Mark McGee was introduced as the manager, but refused to, to speak, refused to take questions. Wow. Red card for Connor Ronan. St Mirren are down to 10 men. That's not what Stephen Robinson uh, was looking for in his first game in charge That makes life much more difficult There was actually a heavier challenge a moment or two Before that from Marcus Fraser And then Ronan on Beningame He's got his head in his hands It's the worst statement in football at times And I'll say it anyway He doesn't strike you as that type of player yeah. <laughs> It doesn't matter, I get that um, He looks really gutted mm. um, He's not protesting his innocence He's just walking yeah, we, we didn't see. Oh my, it's all happening! What a day in the Premiership this is. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. Big goal, massive goal. Son of Braveheart, Callum Hendry. Oh, I've seen that tackle mm, back. That's a right. Oh. First of all, St Johnston are one up on Ross County. Uh, Connor Ronan's gone for a. I mean, it's <sighs> Mark. You can see exactly all he's done is stretch for the ball, but gets it. Terribly wrong yeah. And it's knee high And at that point Then it's difficult to complain The old saying There's no malice in it Of course there's none He has straight for the ball But he's that high Catches The player on the knee It's the right decision mm. Huge ball for Stephen Robinson mm. uh, John Beaton's the fourth official It looked like he gave it By all accounts He's the one that's Communicated the message He had a great view of it It was right on the halfway line Robin Stephen Nielsen. Robinson's just back To trying to bark his instructions Robin Nielsen was standing right beside the fourth official Making his views abundantly clear uh, uh, But in fairness, it's a red card Yeah, I agree with you Hugh I don't think you can debate that The boy, you looked, you know If you thought to yourself I've made such a mistake here Let my teammates down He knew right away That's why he wasn't protesting He knew it was a red card uh, it's, a, it's a long afternoon now for uh, St Man. Yeah, you do feel for him He put his hand up right away Knowing that he was in trouble And Beringame is back on his feet again So it's it's not serious enough to cause him an injury But yeah, you feel for the boy Sometimes, look, that's football You know, the ball runs away for you You miss time tackles But just when it's that it's a stretch, high, isn't it? Oh. It's not, he's not flown into a tackle no. He's not hugely forceful But any sort of stud to the knee Is always going to look And straight leg forceful, Because you know? he's so, stretching Yeah, yeah I, don't think, um, I don't think there can be too many uh, complaints uh, Yeah and like I said They're not That type of player thing it's just, I, I, I say it almost Tongue in cheek Because it doesn't really doesn't, doesn't stand Doesn't count Doesn't matter It's completely yeah. irrelevant Sometimes you just have to Hold your hands up It's a red card Sorry you're down to 10 men It's unfortunate However What do you want me to do uh, Right Get your guesses in For the first half teaser Remind us of your question Please Hugh Yeah uh, Since season 2014-2015 Eight goalkeepers have kept 15 or more clean sheets in the Scottish Premiership across the full season. Name them. Okay, wrong answers time. Let's go through them. Um, what have we got here? Greg's Gardens wants to throw in 
Wes Fotheringham Well you can throw him back out again Lee Duncan wants to throw in Ophir Marciano Nope Not um, even Rocky Marciano And Thomas Cherney No, good goalkeeper but not on the list Okay uh, Michael I can see that's a pretty good looking list from me Bear wants to throw in Joe Hart Joe Hart No Not yet um, or maybe never at all But he's certainly not been here long enough <laughs> To do that uh, Ian Taggart wants to throw in Benjamin Segrist Great goalkeeper But he's not here either Okay, keep your guesses coming in then At Clyde S Oh no, the Royals have conceded oh, Blackpool no. 1, Reading 1 He's back at Bloomfield Road of course yeah. Alex Ray used to, to do yeah. the same job there uh, Helping Paul Ince out Or Incy as he calls him the, is it the governor? Is that his yeah, the governor, governor. Yeah, the yeah. governor. Mm. Remember that growing up for Man United, he always used shirt to put off. his yeah shirt on just walking out the tunnel. Those superstitions. Yeah, mm. yeah. That's why I'm not sure. Well, <laughs> apart from the obvious lack of ability, and that's why I'm not sh- sure I'm cut out for a life of, of professional. I'm not sure I could refer to someone as the governor. <laughs> governor, I know I had. I on thought you were talking that, about putting your shirt on walking out. I oh, forget that. I could do that like easily. But, um, Does Alex call him the governor? No, no he's NC. NC, yeah. The governor. What was it? I was reading eight. Was it eight years out the job? Yeah, Collins. Yeah. That's a long time. Eh, it's passed. Yeah, anyway, we've got a good win during the week. The level uh, at the moment. I Just wonder how he's fine that back in the touchline. When was the last time Alex was involved? Was it in Belgium? So, yeah, yeah. So, t- good couple of years ago now. That's why he's good texting home. me at nine minutes past seven in the morning, <laughs> well, and he's he played the, the night before because he's, 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 he's back got, in it. He's got all our sizes for attacks. I hope so. See if he doesn't come back with some training oh, gear for back. the boys. I think we'll be disappointed. <laughs> he texts to say that he's got no voice left, which is entirely unsurprising. <laughs> Look, he <laughs> fell at the gantry, I think, the other night. The voice. No, this I'm, I was talking about after the Reading game oh, on, I thought on you Wednesday. Meant after the Rangers and game he has to follow that up on Thursday. Yeah. Think how animated he is in here when we're watching it on the TV. Wow. It must be an absolute nightmare. Yeah, if they got a, a sort of seat that they can strap him into the uh, the Majeski and just keep him there. Mm. <laughs> Are they home today? Or no, they're away from the Blackpool. I said that three times. No, I didn't know if they were home or away. Um, doesn't listen Falkirk won East Fife 1 Speaking of animated pundits Oh yes <laughs> <laughs> Kenny Miller was in here last night And he was saying If they don't win today Oh he won't be happy So Gordon they say Monday night I'm in here filling for you Hugh and, and Kenny's in And he comes well, in Well You were both filling for Hugh I don't know who was Hugh And who was the oh, other guy well, But anyway I acted like you Hugh But anyway Kenny comes in And he is irate About a decision That yeah. happened last week but just the level of detail he went in, we were there for about what twenty minutes. Him describing this one incident that happened in his game the previous week. Oh, he was furious. Well, he explained his red card to me. Last Did night. he tell you? Yeah. Oh, well, it's the same. So I had to listen to the story Again? twice. Yeah. Um, but he served the ban on Tuesday night, so he's right, back so in he's the back. He's back in the dugout today. Yeah. yeah. He was always vocal in the dressing room, Kenny. In my time at Celtic. Yeah. That was the time he'd just been at the club and we were in America and he tried to argue back with Gordon. Uh, I think it was his first ever game, maybe against Washington or, or something like DC United. And that's when Gordon Strang turned into him and says, never mind, just shoulda, woulda, coulda, Kenny. And he cut him in his track. And at that point, I think Kenny thought, maybe I'm best not Because Kenny got sent off. Pretty sure Kenny got sent off as well in that game. Well, he's trying to argue his case. Gordon, no. Gordon better practice his own shoulda, woulda, coulda because he's three down 
uh, to Livingston. Fans are leaving Dens already. No, yeah, and they're shouting into the director's box yeah. as they go. That's, no. where, that's where Gordon's yeah. sitting. Um, speaking of tough tasks, Jordan McGregor's been sent off for Stilling Albion on 30 minutes. They are behind already, and they're down to 10 men. Don't forget, after a mishap uh, for one of the pundits earlier, we're asking you for your. Text message mishaps Ever sent one to the wrong person Ever got any Got yourself in bother The response to this Has been Outstanding So if you want to feel a bit better About yourself Murray Says I remember texting my best friend A picture Of my At the time Girlfriend's positive Pregnancy test And I told him to keep it a secret But five minutes later He sent me the picture back By accident Whilst he was trying to tell someone else Oh Caught out Got to be careful nowadays who you're texting. That puts a strain. <laughs> that puts a strain on the the friendship. That one doesn't. Yeah, it? yeah. He can't um, keep a secret. Get rid of him. The mushroom on Twitter mm. says, "I was in a relationship at the time. My ex, now my ex. We were going through a tough time. I text. Oh, you know where this is going. I text oh, no. my mate telling him we were splitting up, and I was glad to get rid of her. And he sent it to her. Oh, easy way out then. Yeah, I suppose job's done for him there. <laughs> and they get married two weeks later. <laughs> Was that meant for me? Yes Yes it was actually yes. Now that you ask <laughs> Have a nice life uh, Some brilliant responses on this I must admit Really really good Really good You, you can have had many Mistakes on that phone no, I'm no, looking no. over at it You know you, you still have to hit the button Three times to get a letter Yeah Yeah oh, Do you? You don't even do a predictive No So you go A, B, C, A, B, C. <laughs> That's quite unique I, 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 I tried it I tried the predictive thing But it ended up like Cyrillic script or something you know. <laughs> Foreign language I don't think you send many texts anyway I, I was, no, He's a prolific texter I, was, I know you're, a, you're loving the Twitter But, but do you know what's really it's, You have to th- You then have to think And I've done this before So if I'm texting him I genuinely go through a process Where I go Right no emojis Because that won't show up on his phone And I even start thinking Will that punctuation show up on his phone And I think Gordon, check your... It's just a question mark. Of course it'll show up on his phone. And I start having this, like, mental That's so debate weird. with because myself. Because I texted him last week and, and I, I put an emoji. And then I thought, no, that, that won't be And I also think, like, don't make it too long in case it does... <laughs> does does yours still do that, you know, page one of three? <laughs> Is that the way your text... Scroll down. No, I didn't say that, but... It, it, or when uh, you ran out of credit, you had to put more credit <laughs> in your phone to get the second part of the text. I, I, I had too many incoming messages and I had to delete some because there was no space left in the phone. Air <laughs> <laughs> nil, Queen of the South one, Aidan Fitzpatrick, Brentford nil, Newcastle one, Joe Linton. Uh, he's like, doing all right there now, eh? Yeah, he's Linking up okay. results. Um, I like this thing because it's, Mick says that we're bringing together all sorts of themes here into one. Mick says, uh, not quite a text message error, but here's a phone mistake. One time after a Celtic v Rangers game, I had a few beers, too many, celebrating, and decided to call Clyde One Super Scoreboard. But instead, I dialed the receptionist at my work and started laying into what I thought was Alex Ray. <laughs> 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 oh, magnificent! So we've con- we've combined Alex Ray text messages in this show, and yeah. it's all happening. He must have had more than a few to confuse that. Yeah, I was going to say, please drink responsibly. <laughs> but keep keep them coming at Clyde SSB. Looking for your text message mishaps. There's some of them are outstanding, absolutely brilliant. So keep them coming at Clyde SSB. Some of them I might not be able to read out, but that's okay. That just adds to the occasion. And I'll tell you what, it's not like we're struggling. For goals either Dundee nil, Livy 3 
I wonder if you've ever had result of the weekend sewn up by half three on a Saturday afternoon, Hugh. Well, as I say, I'm, I'm sympathetic towards an old pal, uh, Mark McGee, who I can only imagine what is happening at the end. He's in the stand, he can't get down to the touchline. He's got Gordon Strachan, uh, who's technical director at uh, Dundee, and they are now the guilty men in the eyes of the crowd and I'm waiting for Roger Hanna's half-time report because there's drama. The drama, the fact that the, the Dens faithful have given up already here. Oh, yeah. hold on. Have they? Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com You just knew this wasn't going to be straightforward. This one at the bottom, it will be fraught with tension and nerves in Ross County. Our level And he's now outright As the league's top scorer I think Regan Charles Cook With the goal A great curling finish 20 yards out What a season He's having And that goal might be Just as important As any of the rest Ross County won St Johnson won Moves him on to 12 It was on Beat the Pundit yeah, The other 11. night I got that wrong Yeah yeah. Well, I waited a few days Yeah Big Did goal you? from What a player he's been You I went 11 You still won though didn't you yeah, I beat the yeah, I, beat the, I beat the supporters on the tiebreaker. That's right. A few guys all called in, didn't they? Uh, I like this from Michael Carlin. He sent a message in when my mum first got a mobile phone. She's older than Hugh. Uh, her friend's husband died, and she sent a sorry for your loss, but ended it with lol. She meant <laughs> lots of love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Curious Creatures is on He says oh, Daz has no. made a blunder With a text It's easy done I'm sure he didn't mean it And it was just some harmless fun He tends to like the pictures An emoji type of guy It's all aubergines And hot dogs And splashing water Don't know why <laughs> <laughs> That's one for the younger listeners Hugh. That meant nothing to you did No it? Nah, one thing But so. what does mean something to me Is that I think St Mirren have been oh. denied a penalty Because Ben Woodburn uh, Brings down the St Mirren player With a push in the back The referee just has no time for the idea at all But I think that's a penalty yeah, Having that both so of clumsy. you Yeah Ben Winburn yeah, loan from Liverpool um, <laughs> so yeah, the yeah, 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 I never got that one I, I thought it was a penalty kick you yeah. I, I do not know how the referee's not given that Who is the referee today? Greg, Greg Aitken. Aitken Greg Aitken So well, let's bear in mind He missed sending off as well Because apparently John Beaton gave it from the But that's what they're there for yeah, So we shouldn't I, um, I'm not necessarily making that out to be an error because that is what they're there for. There is communication, and that's the way it should be. Good teamwork yeah. because John Beaton would have had a clear view of it, where he was standing, where the tackle took place. It was only about ten yards away from him, so no fair play, credit where it's due. But they've certainly got the penalty call wrong because I thought that was clumsy. There's mm. no reason for the St Mirren player to go down. He was actually, you know, in to get the ball in a good position. Now, from memory, Stephen Robinson is no shrinking violet. He tends to stick up for his team, and. He did say though During the week He's a calmer manager now Or he wants to be nah. he'll, he'll try to be I wonder if he'll have a pop At that in his first game back Well He'll be unable to resist it Because it's all very well Managing Morecambe With the, the beach down the road And the seagulls over your head But this is <laughs> Scottish football <laughs> And But you're at Paisley With the airport Yeah but he's, planes no, no, over no, your head. no no He's back in The, the madness Of Scottish uh, football Easy jet on you go What, what about that Serious events with Derek Adams it's, Yeah it's strange yeah Going back to Morecambe Going back mm. Straight away Seven months after leaving And you know, get the sack. Pretty odd. And then Stephen Robertson, obviously, the, going the opposite way. Now, I know they were down at the bottom of the league, but that's probably expected from where they... Fourth bottom or somewhere? Ah, well, they came up, didn't they? Last yeah. year. So you always expect to be scrapping at the bottom. 
I think he was wise More coming wise Oh dear oh. Nice oh. 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 No, no, no 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 Hold on yeah, yeah, Hold on a second If you have to explain oh. it In the same breath That sort of takes the sting out of it uh, But he's I think younger listeners Will not understand that Hold on a minute I don't think he's going to do age That would have went straight over your head You would have sat there for half an hour That's the old newspaper head there In it yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do, you, do you know what I'm thinking This guy reads How many Do you read all the newspapers Every day How many uh, Three Right three newspapers Every day And did you up that During your isolation Because Me when I was stuck in I, I sort of Try some new things I delved into some Netflix box sets That I hadn't seen before And some podcasts But I feel like all you would do Is just up the number Of newspapers I was that telling you read. the Dazzler Before the programme started That uh, We were talking about Netflix and movies Gordon was talking about movies and I said the, the, the one thing I, was, I, yeah. I, I could not I had a low attention span for some reason that was one of my symptoms I just, the only thing I could focus on the old written word because that's been my game for over 50 years but I'd, I'd watch television for 15 minutes and just lose interest seriously yeah oh. <laughs> well, this, this was a temporary thing during your isolation yeah for a few days I could not focus on the television Even even the, the, the outstanding programmes Like The Chase <laughs> oh, I agree That's outstanding oh, yep. no, Honestly I, I Hated it obviously Not being able to come in with you lot And isolating from the rest of the family Was a bit tough I must admit But I, I had some great entertainment I told you last week About my newfound love For the Formula One. One I told you all about that Magic yeah. Some great podcasting as well oh, Honestly I'm a podcast man in the car Never at home No, I've never done that No Listen to it at home Just sometimes when I couldn't be bothered Keep my eyes on The, the, <laughs> the, Troj- the Trojan Horse Affair What's that? Podcast What's that about? <laughs> Not about the Trojans is it? And no It's um just listening I can't be bothered explaining it to you it was <laughs> quite, I'm not going to listen to it, it, it you semi- don't give me some yeah, I, description I, I don't think I can make it sound exciting if I'm being honest it's quite, it's quite deep People hiding in wooden horses No, 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 not really, no It's about a Names misleading then a, Sort mm-hmm. of a, a race-related education scandal in, in Birmingham a few years ago um, It turned into a bit of a, like a, a conspiracy And who was behind it And people at the government level were involved Should they have been And, oh, uh, and right, so on okay. and so forth Give it a listen then yeah, Right, think, okay yeah, I'll get back to you though. I wouldn't recommend it for you You'll have it all within two minutes I've never listened to a podcast well, That doesn't surprise me, so <laughs> Never I don't Never? Never ever Not even ours? No oh, yeah, By the way, if you're going to listen to podcasts, listen to ours Forget Aye. the Trojan horse, turn that off <laughs> Good promotion that. If you've only got an hour in your day, scrap that It's the, um, Thanks, to, the thanks to, to Taggart's Motor Group for their continued support on the, the, po- the podcast oh, Come on, I'm hardly going to listen to it, am I? With trailer sponsorship Let's on be honest, the Trojan horse yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, can I just say it's very different. I, sh- uh, I should point that out. I, I don't think we're in competing markets somehow. Your podcast, I listen to your podcast when I'm coaching in certain parts of the country at night and I miss the show. I'll listen to it when I'm driving. Because oh, you're a dedicated right. follower. Uh, the Loch Ness Drogba has scored Wigan nil, Sunderland 2. Uh, Ross Stewart, Alex Neil, of course, gone in there. And mm. by the way, already they're giving him a tough time. I noticed. I know. Is that um, right? Is after like two games or whatever, yeah. That unfair. It's incredible. I, I said a couple of weeks ago, who would want to be a football manager now? Because you go into, you go into, you go into a club, and after two weeks, especially at these big clubs who have went through a hard time, like Sunderland, like Dundee, like Hibs, <laughs> look at Hibs and Sean Maloney, and he looks like no. he may be slowly <laughs> turning it. I'm going to say it every week because he scores every week, and I'll never be able to get it out of my head. 
How did Declan Gallagher Who with no disrespect to him Got ragdolled by Kevin Van Veen last week How did he do to Alexander Mitrovic What he did The yeah. guy has already broken the scoring record For the championship It's February He then added another goal in that game During the week And he scored, scored again What's he up to 34 I would say 33 34, 34. Yeah that's Incredible stuff So we, when was that 18 months ago We stuck him in the back pocket Yeah, yeah. November Yep, yep, yep Just goes to show you the difference 18 months, mate That's some return in the Championship Because the Championship's a very difficult league That's mm. incredible What's he? Well, he's going to do 40, isn't he? Oh, yeah If he keeps his health easily Yes um, uh, On your text message mishaps um, What's this? Canyon is on uh, He says, I work as a carpet fitter I might need to get your number soon Canyon. Anyway, uh, send me a message Do me a turn uh, I received a text from a previous customer Asking me to quote another room uh, Which she said I'm going to turn your mic off for this, Gordon Yours as well, Wilson You can't be trusted um, Before I finish it uh, So asking me for a quote another room Which she said she would send a picture of with the sizes I then looked at my phone to see said customer In the scud Always check which photo you send, lads <laughs> Really? Apparently so. <laughs> <laughs> Better leave that one there. You two are not getting trusted with a Liam, response. Liam Boyce. Thank you. Bring it back has to the Well done. A sitter. The third headed opportunity to score a goal. And this one was the best of the three. He's all on his own. Jack Annick should have no chance whatsoever. And he's headed so far wide, it isn't funny. Uh, let's round off the teaser, Hugh. Let's see if we get any funny attempts at this one. The first half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online Since season 2014-15 Eight goalkeepers have kept 15 or more clean sheets In the Scottish Premiership across the full season They are Joe Lewis Alan McGregor Xander Clark Scott Bain Craig Gordon Neil Alexander Scott Brown No, 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 not that one The other one Scott Brown And Alan McManus Uh, Well, well, Alan Manus Alan Manus Well done if you got them right Michael Smith was in third place Uh, Jay McCormick second place And Dylan was the winner Dylan Patton the winner Of the Aberdeen Scott Brown? Yes What year? what, What more do we need here? Scott Brown was an Aberdeen keeper Maybe... Nine, eight, nine years ago, maybe a bit less. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you not? No, I didn't. Uh, there we go. Well, that, those are your answers. Those are your winners, and we'll have a Who Am I a bit later on. I think the halftime whistles are starting to go. Let's go to Pitodri, Dave Galloway. Halftime, Aberdeen 1, Dundee United 1. A very competitive encounter before this uh, capacity crowd at Pitodri. And the huge home support was silenced after just four minutes. Bates needlessly hauled down Harks. And McNulty coolly buried his penalty kick. Twelve minutes later, though, it was 1-1. Bissowen's powerful drive from the right was parried by Segrist. Kennedy was first to the loose ball. And his effort from pl- pretty much point-blank range was deflected in off 
off the knee of Edwards. Just moments after that, Ramirez looked set to score, but he blazed over after Ojo's delivery following some nice build-up play. And the Dons blew another very good chance when Bissouin, well-placed, shot well over from Kennedy's cross from the left-hand side. The hosts looking the more dangerous, but at the other end, Lewis had to look lively to deal with Graham's long-range volley. And United ended the first half strongly with a flurry that forced a corner. Plenty to play for after the interval, but at half-time it's Aberdeen 1, Dundee United 1. It's also half-time in the big game in Dingwall, David Friel. Half-time, Gordon Ross County 1, St Johnston 1, and that man, Regan Charles Cook, has hauled County back into the game with the equaliser. St Johnston upper hand, they started really well, and Callum Hendry opened the scoring, but Charles Cook has reclaimed his place as a Premiership's top scorer with his 12th of the season. As I say, St Johnston really good at the start. Tony Gallagher had a 20-yard shot saved by Ross Laidlaw. Glenn Milton blazed a free kick over the bar, and then County started to come into it. Joseph Hungbo, he wasted a free kick as well. But Saints were probably edging it and made the breakthrough in 24 minutes. Tom Sang delivered a brilliant cross from the right and Hendry glanced ahead of past Laidlaw. Striker now has four goals in his last six games, but St Johnson's lead only lasted 11 minutes. Reagan Charles Cook is always a threat and equalised with a cracker. Harry Payton nudged a past him in the corner of the box. He took a touch and then curled his shot past the helpless Elliot Parish. All to play for in the second half here and with Dundee losing, a win would be huge for either side. Half-time, Ross County 1, St Johnson 1. It's also half-time in Paisley, being an interesting 45 for Fraser. It is, and I don't know if you can hear the booze. They're aimed at referee Greg Aiken. They've been given Greg Aiken some stick with some supporters because he sent off Connor Ronan, the midfield player, and also denied Saints what looked like a penalty. And in general, it's just been the villain of the piece in the eyes of the Saints fans. In the early stages, it was all hard. They had a chance. Stephen Kingsley with a really good cross to the back post. Liam Boyce got in behind Richard Tate and headed towards Anik. And it was a good chance, but headed straight at the goalkeeper when he should have done much better. Three minutes later, almost identical. Barry Mackay, this time with the cross. Boyce again in behind Tate. And this time his header from only a few yards hit Anik. And the rebound hit Boyce and dribbled wide. Hearts completely dominating early stages. Woodburn slashed a left foot shot over the bars. About a half chance, but people perhaps feel... He should have done better. In the early 20 minutes, Saints had hardly been seen in an attacking sense, but things got worse than 23 minutes. Midfield player Conor Ronan mistimed a tackle in the middle of the park on Beningame. It looked like fourth official John Beaton might have given it. It didn't seem like Greg Aiken was going to do anything about it, but he put his finger to his ear and he was clearly talking to somebody and he called the midfield player over and showed him the red card. It was going to be a long afternoon for the St Mun players and the supporters because they hadn't really done much in those early stages. They're happy to sit back. Hearts' early momentum had gone. The game is scrappy. And since then, had a good spell in an attacking sense in 33 minutes. Their first effort to go from Alex Gogic, a goal-bound header, hits Kingsley a couple of yards out from the goal. And then from the, the corner, second corner, Saints fans were screaming for a penalty. A challenge by Ben Woodburn on Alex Grieve. It looked like a penalty to me, but credit Aiken, he said no. After that, Hearts were in the round the St Mun box. No despite all the possession and hearts that are going to win this game need to get their early tempo back because Saints who were actually better with 10 men but they face an uphill struggle with a man shot in the second 45 half time at Paisley Sitman nil, hearts nil it's also half time at Dens Park what's the reaction there been like Roger Hanna not good at all Gordon Dundee nil, Livingston 3 Dundee fans jeering their side off at half time some of the already left after the third goal inside just 21 minutes for the visitors and they were yelling abuse into the director's box in the main stand as they went this has been a disastrous first half for the Dark Blues they fell behind after just 6 minutes Alan Forrest making progress to the byline on the left it looked a routine cutback but it was spilled by the home goalkeeper Ian Lawler for a tap in for Bruce Anderson whose double had settled the game against Indy when they last met 
It became 2-0 after 18 minutes. Again, a simple tap-in. Scott Pittman, this time the goal scorer, after a terrific run and cross down the right-hand side by Joel Nubley. And just three minutes later, it was 3-0. A quick free kick in the right-hand side. It freed the Livy captain, Nicky Devlin. He fired in a cross from the right. And there was Anderson again for another tap-in past Lawler for his 13th goal of the season. That sparked angry scenes in the main stand here at Dent with a number of supporters leaving. Mark McGee, of course, in the director's box as he serves the latest of his six-game touchline ban. He immediately hauled off on, line, on loan defender Zeno Wimpson Rossi with Paul McMullen thrown into the attack but it was still Livingston pushing forward James Penn races free kick clipped the wall and flew just over Lawler's bar then Anderson had a shot blocked in a crowded box as he chased a hat-trick and it was only in the dying moments of the half that Dundee really emerged as an attacking force at all McMullen's free kick met in the forehead by Ryan Sweeney but easily held by Livingston goalkeeper Matt Strike. and then as the game went into added time Danny Mullen had a shot blocked away for a corner Dundee needs so much more they look like a team doomed to the drop Dundee nil Livingston 3 what a first 45 minutes that being across the Premiership this afternoon lots of talking points I'll give you a full rundown of the half time scores next the fastest goals the expert opinions this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard half time scores in the Scottish Premiership it's Aberdeen 1 Dundee United 1 Dundee nil, Livingston 3 Ross County 1 St Johnston 1 And St Mirren nil, Hearts nil. In the Championship Air United nil, Queen of the South 1 Dunfermline nil, Kilmarnock nil, Morton nil, Arbroath nil, And Wraith Rovers nil, Partick Thistle nil. In League 1 Airdrie nil, Clyde 1 Alloa Athletic 2 Cove Rangers nil, Falkirk 1 East Fife 1 Peterhead 2 Dumbarton nil. And Queen's Park nil, Montrose 1 in League 2 Elgin City 2 Stirling Albion nil, Kelty Hearts 2 And an Athletic nil, Stenhouse Muir 1 Forfar Athletic nil, And Stranraer And Albion Rovers Is goalless In the English Premier League To finish a full time result Leeds nil, Spurs 4 Brentford nil, Newcastle 2 Palace 1 Burnley nil, Man United nil, Watford nil. A bit later Kicking off today But Brighton nil, Aston Villa 1 uh, midway through the half there We'll get the second half's up and running next Scottish football's league leader This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard 